Hi, I'm Haley. Tell them your name. I'm Becky. I don't know why I'm laughing. I guess this is how to not get killed. I don't know. I was going to do something funny and then I just... I don't know. We're good. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, you know, Drew, Drew can, you know what? Drew can figure something out with that intro. No, he's going to leave it. Every time I'm like, Drew's going to figure it out. That's, what, that's what I mean. It. Oh, I have, I, I don't know <laughs> what my plan you have, was. You have tears in your eyes. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I'm going to do something funny. And then I just started laughing to myself over nothing. I didn't even come up with a that's plan. That's why I started laughing. Because <laughs> before we hit record, Becky's like, oh, should I jump in on you? And I just started imagining all the funny things and you, you could have done. You were doing my favorite laugh. Where my wheeze. The, the little tiny wheeze. It is like, a, when we say wheeze laugh, people probably imagine like the Santa Claus, basically. <laughs> but like, that's not what it is. It's like this cute it's little mousey wheeze. It's not like a heavy wheeze. smoker. No. no it's, yeah. It's, it's just it's a wheeze it's yeah. just oh my god it's like my favorite <laughs> it got me going and then <laughs> well it took us like five minutes to start the episode <laughs> uh, we just asked each other if we were ready like 40 times <laughs> okay <clears throat> yeah well i gotta compose <clears throat> myself now and sweating we got a we got a good one for you today guys they're all good yeah that's true imagine we come in we're like okay this one's uh this one's gonna suck well i mean I feel we like do I say do that but yeah. i mean like imagine if we were like yeah i did no research on this i'm just talking <laughs> out I'm of my ass fucking winging it. <laughs> i feel like that's me though on my episodes where i'm like yeah i'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna go with the flow and see what i say <laughs> just, <laughs> just gonna see make what it comes up. out of my mouth <laughs> i mean oh. yeah sometimes sometimes it feels that you way. never can tell i could be lying this entire time and no one knows. No one. I yeah. just burped. I, I couldn't even control it. I tried to like suppress that one. Just did not. I barely even heard it. Oh, everyone else. Is I'm sure the it. mic picked it up. But. Oh. <laughs> and of course, Drew's going to go and add the echo to it or whatever. <gasps> that would be so oh. Drew, please. Oh. Yeah. Add it. He's gonna. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just for you. He doesn't care about my humiliation. He wants to make you happy. So. <sighs> If I guess ever, I'll just go fuck myself. If I ever, I can't burp on command. If I could, I would. I would do it so he could put an echo to it. <laughs> I fear. I feel like the day I try to make myself burp on command, I'm just gonna throw up on myself. <laughs> I, know. It's just like, I don't know how people do it, and every time they do it, I'm always just like, "Ew, you're about to barf. <laughs> like, you don't sound okay." You know, when people try to do it to like be cool, and it's like, "No, you actually look like a fucking loser." <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> i don't know i feel like when it was like when you were a kid though that was almost like currency it was like yeah. the coolest thing where like, it's like if you can burp on if you can like burp the alphabet yeah. or something if like you you're can the burp coolest on kid command, on the playground i'll give you my cheese string <laughs> <laughs> man can we get some cheese strings for, oh my gosh. for dinner i don't have any cheese strings right now i have ba- I, I, I have baby bells in the fridge i eat too many of those Oh, fair enough. I do love cheese strings. Yeah. Actually, when I worked at Tatika, I would go to Walmart and and get a pack of cheese strings and keep them in the mini fridge oh, in the back and just like genius have them as a snack. They're so good. Genius. Oh. There's never enough. They need to be a little thicker, in my opinion. That would be. That's such a good idea. Why don't they make like extra? Why don't we pack thick? Extra <laughs> strings. Thick strings. <laughs> Their market would just be <laughs> Becky and Haley. <laughs> No parents are buying extra no. thick cheese strings <laughs> Honestly, for their child. Though, there's some chonkers out there, so you never know. Uh, yeah, you know what? All children are beautiful. I shouldn't have said that, <laughs> but we all know 
We All right. Uh, Let's what, move on before what I start is it? insulting. What's the brand? Um, Black Diamond. Black Diamond. Yeah. I was going to say Black and Decker for some reason. I'm like, nope, that's not the right brand. What is Black and Decker? It's that's like... Um, is that like a cab company or something? No, they we have like a dust buster that's Black and Decker. Yeah, and they make like cleaning appliances. products and appliances and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, like blenders Yeah, Black and, and Decker, get on it. Make some extra thick <laughs> cheese drinks. Black Diamond. Yeah. No, no. They're I, listening I said to it right. Either one, of, uh, either one either of you company. are welcome to team up. <laughs> It'll be the collab of the century. So Black Decker Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a weird one. I can feel it. I know. I can feel it. And it's a paranormal one. So it's like so, extra. You know what? I love those ones because we can get a little bit more offensive with them. I know. I can let a I little bit. I feel so of- bad about saying this because I'm not that person who's like, oh it's not real we're like i believe in paranormal shit i know weird stuff happens on this earth that we can't explain so when i talk about these cases i really do empathize because i feel like even if there's some sort of explanation for some of these things these people still went through hell yes you know yeah but uh but like spoiler alert none of them died so like you know everyone's okay in the end it's just not a fun situation to have to go through but some of the things that happen you're like yeah whoa that's weird (laughs) the only reason why i feel like we're able to like kind of make a little bit more light of these situations is because like most of them the ghosts and stuff don't like sexually assault the person or like do some you know what i mean where like it's it's all traumatizing and horrifying in its own vein but it's it's just like scary but it's it feels like it it feels less like personally real if that's yeah. like a term i can i don't know it just yeah feels i think like, it would maybe feel different if one of me you or i had had some sort of traumatic paranormal experience because lots of people do and they're like i can't talk about that i can't hear about stuff like that but i think maybe neither of us have so it's oh i have them like once a day well we should have a whole different podcast Shit. to talk about that yeah i want to hear about it i actually i don't i don't know if i've had like a paranormal experience i know i, I, feel I like don't I have such a foggy memory like there, there's going to be a day though where I'm like, oh yeah, that one time that ghost literally entered my body. Yeah, that's right. And I'll like remember it. But no, right now I don't have any recollection of any paranormal yeah, stuff happening to me. I don't think, I've never had it, any kind of experience like that. No. I feel like if I did, I was just probably like a kid making it up. So, well, I, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> well, we're here and we're ready to rock and Apparently, roll. Apparently, this one wasn't made up because <laughs> I mentioned to you before that, and I'll explain this at the end, but uh, this is heavily documented. Um, it was actually brought to my attention by Luke's dad, who mm-hmm. saw an article in the newspaper, the Sarnia Journal, because they were writing about this. And there were some historians that were talking about it. And I'll get to what they said later, but it, it is something that's kind of, it's it's like not necessarily even gone into legend or anything because it's just one of those things that people are like this happened because there's so many witnesses and so many written accounts of it Hmm. kind of like um dice road our previous episode on dice road where it's one of those things where it's like there's so many police reports there's so many um pieces of documentation that have these events written down and and names of witnesses and all this stuff so this case the baldoon mystery that i'm doing today happened much earlier than dice road but it does feel similar in that way where it's sort of like we can't fully dispute that these things happen we might not yeah. have an explanation for them but we know that they happened mm-hmm. so in early 1804 a settlement of scottish immigrants led by lord selkirk 
formed the Baldoon Settlement Okay. in what is now modern-day Wallaceburg, Ontario. This is a very old-timey one, then. This is a very old-timey one, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very so old-timey. Wallaceburg, usually I map these things. Where is Wallaceburg? It's not, Wallaceburg. The, it's not that far from us. No. I feel like it's like a 30-minute drive. It's it's you know what it's you keep close, talking I'm gonna Google Maps how far it is okay <laughs> so among the settlers were Donald and Flora McDonald Donald Donald Mc- McDonald yes I said that right okay <laughs> I was like I looked down for two seconds and had to make sure I <laughs> like, wasn't just like am I just do I just want McDonald's somebody like, name their child am I just hungry <laughs> Donald McDonald yeah so that's Donald punishment and, I know I don't know I don't know Wallaceburg all right. Where is it? Oh, shit. Okay, it's an hour and 23 minutes away. Wait, like which direction? Oh, east, west? Oh, here. Um, you see, I'm not very good. I'm not very good with those types of things. Okay, it's an hour and 20 minutes, like, southwest, southwest of okay. London. Okay, I guessed. I guessed my directions. See, the thing yeah. is, is I'm really good with directions, like, when I'm physically on the road. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you are. I just need people to know. You don't need to convince me. I've gone on a road trip with you. I can can navigate with my eyes closed. But if I'm looking at a map and someone tells me to look if something's northeast or whatever, it's not going to happen. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Are you just like going through my messages now? Haley's. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm just texting all of your friends. No, I was just going to say. So you for... just texted yourself basically. That's it. <laughs> I was going to say for our listeners, it's really, really close to the American border. It's kind of like right directly between Port Huron and Detroit on the border. Okay. So yeah. So it, but it is very close to us. So this is why it was being written about in the Sarnia Journal because it's, it's close to this, like this whole okay. area, right? So <clears throat> Donald McDonald and his Can wife we get some Flora. McDonald's for dinner now. And now I'm like craving it. It's <laughs> all it takes. It's uh, really all it takes. <laughs> you could have even just said Donald and I would have got there on my own. <laughs> Becky's already in the car. She's got I, her keys ready. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Their oldest son, John, was only six when they emigrated to the New World, which is what everyone would have been referring to it back then, but basically to North America from from Scotland. By the 1820s, most of the settlers had either died from illness or left due to poor farming conditions. Okay. But John McDonald, who was their youngest son, was determined to stay and build a life for himself and his family. So in 1826, at the age of 18, John McDonald and his wife, Nancy, which I was saying to you earlier, I finally found her name because every single article I was reading was like John T. McDonald and his wife. And John T. McDonald and, and Mrs. McDonald. And, and I'm his like, maiden. Jesus, she like, had a name. <laughs> no, women didn't have names back then. Apparently this one did. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Finally, I found her name. One article. I was like, I'm Nancy, very- that's it. It's Nancy. Nancy. So <laughs> John, John and Nancy moved onto a farm of their own, having acquired a lot in the area. So apparently the land where the McDonald's built their home was a desirable plot of land and and a lot of people wanted it or would have would have wanted to live there but in particular there was a woman who really wanted this plot of land this woman was in a lot of the articles i read known as the old woman in the long low log house Okay, so they're already making her out to be, like, so witchy. And, and I'm like, like, that's such a long name. I found another article that said her name was Mrs. Buchanan. So I'm going to call her that. <laughs> well, yeah. For for time sensitivity's sake, yes. 
like imagine every time I mention her in the story, I'm like the old woman in the long low log house. Yeah, that's like <laughs> literally a tongue twister. <laughs> it is. I can't. I'm not even gonna try because I'll mess it up. So I already forget. Mrs. Buchanan, she she lived in a in a long low log house. Could shut, you imagine? You shut the fuck up. <laughs> she did not. You are lying. <laughs> Um, and she and she lived across from this plot of land that the McDonald's. That she really wanted to get her little grubby little fingers on. <laughs> she wanted it. Um, she lived there with her two sons and a daughter. And she apparently was not very sociable and not super well liked by the Scottish settlers um, as they didn't find her very friendly. Well, she's trying to steal everybody's plots of land. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I found it funny because it was mentioned in one of the articles where it's like the the rule of like uh, i can't remember what it said like basically it was saying like the scots were all very friendly and she wasn't friendly so they didn't like her because they're like they're all friendly and i'm sitting i was reading the article and i'm like yeah damn right they are because when i lived in scotland it was like it, the friendliest place on yeah earth. like coming from canada where everyone thinks we're so friendly no we suck <laughs> they're beyond friendly like they're oh, the nicest people i've ever met in my life i'm so gonna go there instead i i'm not surprised that this settlement of scottish settlers were all like jolly and friendly and just like I'm a, and then there's, there's this grouchy old woman they're like we don't in her low log God, cabin her just problem <laughs> plotting to steal everybody's land <laughs> yeah just not surprised she didn't fit in <laughs> um she had attempted many times to get john to sell his land to her but he refused and he built his farmhouse on it how so, dare he i know god like this guy thinking he can build a house <laughs> for gall. his family <laughs> the stones on doesn't him doesn't want to sell it to the woman across the way who already has a house yeah has her own land already <laughs> <laughs> um so after these confrontations with mrs buchanan a series of disturbances began to plague the mcdonald family Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I haven't done that in a while. That used to be my thing. It's a good one. Classic. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Bringing it back, guys. So they, I, the first article I read said that this went on between 1830 and 1840. And I was like, 10 years. That's a really long time. That's a long time to have disturbances occurring. Especially the ones I'm about to tell you about. But are they disturbing disturbances? They're very disturbing disturbances. <laughs> Um, but then there was a few other articles that I read that said this went on for about two years, just over two years. So, so anywhere between two and 47 years. I know. I'm just like, gosh, that's such a wide <laughs> range. A ballpark but, it. but some of the ones that seemed more heavily researched said two, two years or two okay. to three years. So I'm going to go with that. On October 28th, nine, or sorry, 1829, the women of the McDonald family and some of the neighboring women were preparing straw in their barn so the barn was made up of logs like it was it was made from logs but there was a portion that created like a loft up uh, like up near the ceiling okay and it was open on either side so um, i guess i'm just picturing almost like a floating loft oh yeah, yeah, yeah i don't yeah. i don't know if that's exactly what it is but that's kind of how it's described it said it was like a loft right. portion that was open on either side and it was held up by a series of poles so or the poles like made up the ceiling of the loft okay so poles along the ceiling while they were working a pole suddenly fell like and crashed down from the from the loft and the women were kind of like startled but they were thinking like okay maybe that one wasn't secured properly and no one was hurt so they kind of just went on with their business 
A few minutes later, another pole came crashing down from above. Whoa. They th this time made an effort to check to see if anything was like not right is with the, the loft ceiling still or... like holding up yeah or is it just like floating on one stick now? Like, like i'm imagining <laughs> maybe there's many of them but they they still tried to see if there was anything going on but they couldn't like they couldn't hmm. figure out why these poles would be falling so they went back down and they attempted to continue their work when a third pole fell from the ceiling and this one did them in. So they basically... <laughs> this one just This fucking... one was... They were like, that's it. And they ran out of the barn. <laughs> and that's so... it. It's time to run, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Evacuate. Yeah. Fool me once. <laughs> Fool me twice. <laughs> that third time, though, we're fucking out of Not here. Not thrice. <laughs> <laughs> you won't pull the wool over my eyes on this one. <laughs> so so they, they ran out of the barn. Um, and that was, that was kind of, I guess, how these disturbances started. That was the first weird thing, I guess. But... There were numerous reports of things, like I said, not just the McDonald family, but other people that witnessed these things. So one day, a member of the family observed the baby's crib rocking violently back and forth with the baby still in it. Mm. And it was written that in one article, it said two men. Another one, it said three tried to hold the cradle still while Mrs. McDonald like tried to rescue the baby yeah i was gonna it, say why don't you just take the baby out but you were getting there but she she <laughs> couldn't get it so the, there was two to three grown men trying to hold this cradle that couldn't hold it from rocking back and forth so she could get the baby out before it flew out the freaking window like yeah, this is what started shaking baby syndrome jeez yeah so on another day the baby was heard screaming while lying in the cradle and someone ran in and found a red hot stone <gasps> underneath the baby oh which is so like oh leave the gosh. baby alone i know i'm like why is this baby being targeted? go bother the adults like what the someone heck? took it out and then they threw it in the river and it was so hot it made the water sizzle and like steam it was oh. like red hot um Jeez. And after they did that, the stone flew back into the room. No. Just a few minutes later. It fucking levitated. It At levitated. Full speed, though. There's a lot of levitation in here. Hell yeah. <laughs> here we go. Let's do this. Many members of the family reported hearing sounds of marching footsteps throughout the house and screaming was sometimes heard throughout the night. That's too scary. I mean, that's terrifying. That's scary. Both of them. I mean, the steps... Marching steps would be super scary. Yeah, and I then, don't like that. But screaming. I, mean, I don't like hearing footsteps. That's what I used to hear in my old house here. I know. Like, you told me yeah. that story. And, and then mortified. about how Drew, you know, waited until after we moved out to be like, yeah, I heard it every single night. And it was just like, I'm going to kill you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I've been sleeping with my new my new sleep headband, guys. <laughs> and Super I, cool. I noticed the one night I was listening to the fireplace one. And... There's sometimes sounds where I don't know if it's supposed to be like it's supposed to sound like the inside of someone's house and they did this intentionally or if the sound effects they did just happen to sound this way. But there's like a little portion of it throughout that sounds like someone walking, like pacing back and forth. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, I can't sleep now. Oh, so I'm like listening to something that's supposed to help me fall asleep. And I'm like, yeah, but someone's pacing around my bed and I'm also too scared to open my eyes. So oh I'm just like gosh. sitting there continuing to listen to it. I know. I know exactly what you mean when you get too in your head. And yeah. You're like, I just can't sleep now. Yeah. I guess there's no way. Yeah. Coming back from that. No. You just got to start no. over again the next night. Yeah. <laughs> you got to try again the next night. Yeah. 
And then the other I'll one. I'll try was, again <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe I'll sleep tomorrow or next week. I don't know. And then and then the other one I was listening to, it's like forest and jungle sounds and stuff like that. And it's beautiful. It's lovely. But there's one thing they got wrong with it is they added, get this, this is the best thing, a fucking mosquito sound. Why? Exactly. So I'm literally laying there sleeping. I'm like, this sounds so fucking nice. This is so heavenly. And then it's like. And I'm like, why? Why would you include that in, in the sound? In your ear, too. In the, oh, my God. Because you know directly. what it's like when they fly near your ears oh, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got chills. <sighs> but yeah. So that's that's, that's ridiculous. That's it. That's but the ridiculous. fireplace sounded like footsteps. So, well, the, the McDonald family were hearing actual footsteps actual not footsteps i guess me with my sleep headband <laughs> you don't think they had sleep headbands no not back then no probably not no maybe not you never know you never know there's really <laughs> no way of knowing something like this um these slow marching marching type steps were heard every single night mm, not that good. these occurrences took place so two to three years every single night um pot people saw pots and pans lift up in the air, Levitate. off of the counter, off of uh, dishes would rise up off of the table. Levitation. Levitation. <laughs> Chairs and tables would topple over. Mm. The kettle would frequently tip and fall off the stove. Very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Such a hazard. And also, like, I mean, gosh, it's, like, super difficult to just make a cup of tea. Right? Uh, like, yeah. fuck. Some... They can't even have tea. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Sometimes the roof would leak water when it wasn't raining outside like there was like no water above them no. to be but it was just manifesting and then <laughs> and then leaking through the roof manifest i, I was waiting for it <laughs> i had to had to windows were frequently broken by lead bullets shooting through them at rapid speeds and then stopping mid-air and just dropping to the floor so like what is it the matrix i guess so by the way, I've never seen The Matrix. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, Luke and I just rewatched them. Okay, I should watch. I've seen it. them a few times, but but yes, like what you're picturing in The yeah. Matrix, I would imagine just Neo just like hand up, yeah, and then just like, and then they just fall to the yeah. floor. That's exactly what it sounds like from the description. Um, eventually, oh, sorry, I missed one part. The, um, aside from the bullets, also stones would fly through the window as well, shattering the kidney stones, glass all over the house. No, probably okay. not. I don't know if they'd be big enough to shatter the windows. You never know. Depends. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> you, don't want it, you don't want one that big. Um, you don't want them at all, really. Yeah. But if it's big enough to shatter a glass window, then... Yeah. Ouch. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so bullets, stones flying through the window. Eventually, the McDonald's began marking the stones and tossing them into the river only to find that they would come flying back through their windows, dripping wet minutes later. Suspicious. Yeah. I've got some questions. Yeah. Um, lead sinkers, which I had to Google, which is like a fishing weight. Oh, yep, yep. Um, they would also come flying through the windows, wet from the from the river. Mm -hmm. They And they were also tossed back into the river and would come back just minutes later. Maybe Anything it's the that river was, that's haunted. Well, <laughs> that's what I would start to be thinking, but they're just trying to live their lives at this point. yeah they just want some h2o besides their home come on and and i mean before all of this happened of course it would make sense to build your 
house next to a river because like you have such you have an easy like you have easy yeah. access to water yeah but they're probably kicking themselves now yeah. <laughs> um they at times the family said that the entire house would lift up uh, like off of the ground because i mean remember there's no basements back then right so it's just like a foundation on yeah. the ground um but only at one end or sometimes it felt like at all of the corners but the so the middle i know i'm picturing a very saggy foundation but that's just what was written <laughs> interesting i'm picturing like everything in the house just like falling apart then once yeah. it lands back down either way either way either way the house levitated either way that it just shit levitated right off up the in ground. the air yeah <laughs> <laughs> Once news spread of all of these occurrences, because they would, like I said, they'd been happening for a while, people like started to come from all over to see if they could witness some of this activity because it was happening so often, like every single day. Were there cars back then? No. no. Okay. So people would be coming on I, I like, know on nothing horse. about history at all. No, so no. At this I'm time, there wouldn't like, be. literally like medieval times. I mean. Pretty close. Yeah. Like close. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um. <laughs> And yeah, but people would would make the trip from surrounding areas and people obviously this is all yeah. like mostly word of mouth, right? They did I was make even mention, say, how do they get the news out? Well, they did mention newspaper articles because like the, the, the printing press did exist at this time. Um, but so there were newspaper articles that that people were probably reading. I don't know how far the news would travel yeah. via newspaper, but definitely word of mouth, too. So people were coming from all over to hmm. try and witness some of the the poltergeist activity Ooh. and um an account from someone named h drewlard which is all drewlard <laughs> listed as well h. here we go get ready to hear drew's new nickname that he's gonna <laughs> deem for himself drewlard <laughs> drewlard so mr h recalled mr h we're just gonna call him that <laughs> that's just it's just h drewlard so i don't know what his name is but he said, I went with my father to see what was going on at Baldoon for I was very young at the time. Uh, we saw a pot rise from a hearth and chase a dog outside and all around the yard. Oh. It could not get away from the pot for it would hit the dog and he would yell and howl with all his might. I saw oh, it. I know. <laughs> I saw an old fashioned butcher knife pass through a crowd of 50 men and strike into the wall the whole length of a 10-inch blade. This happened in 1830. Whoa. So this is one of the witness accounts that was collected. That's insane. Yeah. Passed through a crowd of 50 men. So this is like at one point, 50 people are witnessing this. That feels like a lot of people. I know. I know. <laughs> um, so that's that's one of the accounts of one of the people that traveled there to see it. Jeez. The McDonald's decided to sort of take advantage of the popularity and kind of <laughs> honestly smart well they're sort of like okay well we can't stop we don't know what we to do about charge. it now but while people are coming to see it we're gonna yeah we're gonna turn our house into a tourist attraction for profit genius so so they decided to do that and for a while i'm sure you know it was as fine as it could be but the yeah. disturbances did get worse and soon the mcdonald's wouldn't even feel safe in their own home i mean your whole house is lifting off the ground how safe can you really be i don't i don't know bullets are flying through the windows at maximum velocity like so on top of that <laughs> guns in the house would go off without anyone near them or even in the same room yep that's pretty dangerous yeah i'd get out a british soldier 
named uh, Captain Bennett attempted to investigate and came over and he experienced his own gun going off randomly once he arrived at the McDonald's house. Members of the community believed that the house was cursed. Mm -hmm. Naturally. Of course. And many attempts to help the McDonald's were made. So prayers and ceremonies and admonitions were tried by clergymen and First Nations medicine men. And not only did these attempts not work, but they appeared to make things worse. Yeah, you just angered the spirits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. After a local Methodist preacher, Reverend McDorman, tried to exercise the spirits, all of the McDonald's animals started dying. No, leave the animals out of it. I, I know. So the oxen would fall dead in the fields. No. Horses would fall dead in their stalls in the middle of the night. And all of the hogs and chickens got sick and died. No. So, I mean. I don't like this anymore. I know, which is like terrible. And also the the family, they're like, that's all of their livelihood, yeah. right? Like in their food and whatever. So, yeah. Uh, a local school teacher named Robert Baker, who had studied witchcraft or taken an interest in it, thought he, he would try and help them too. So, he nailed a horseshoe above the door and posted a sign saying, I command you, troublesome spirit, to leave this house in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Okay. Obviously, this didn't work. Oh, okay. I thought we were just <laughs> wrapping it up there. And then nothing ever <laughs> happened again. And end of story, guys. It worked. It Thanks, worked. So Robbie. basically, do that to your house now. <laughs> um, Robert actually was uh, prosecuted after this by authorities for attempting to perform witchcraft. So... <laughs> Um, he got off on appeal, so <laughs> okay. no worries. <laughs> he's he's fine, guys. At one point, Mrs. Buchanan, the woman across the, the woman way, in the low, low, low in glab, the long, <laughs> low log, log lab, I can't yeah. even. I keep wanting to say log labin, but it's cabin. I. <laughs> it's log house. Oh shit! <laughs> Come ah, on, Maggie. Shit. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm just not even gonna talk. All right, cool. Make it easy for me. No. I'm <laughs> Um, all right all right i'll talk i'll talk <laughs> thank you <laughs> mrs mrs buchanan at one point came over and asked mrs mcdonald if she could weave her a carpet mm, filled with evil spirits i'm gonna not i don't okay, know okay okay mrs mcdonald was obviously she was reluctant because they didn't like this woman and i don't know if at this point anyone was speculating but at a certain point in this story people we're speculating maybe it was her like maybe she studied witchcraft yeah. and that you know um but mrs buchanan told her that no harm would come to the house while mrs mcdonald was engaged in business with her so miss interesting so nancy agreed and while she was weaving the carpet for for mrs buchanan no incidents occurred during the entire time she wove a carpet. I don't know how long it would take to weave a carpet. Back then, back probably then, a long time. Probably a long time. If so it's, they got some respite there. If it's like traditional weaving, which I'm going to imagine it is, it's pretty time consuming. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. haven't weaved myself, but I know people that do weaving and you need like this large instrument. Like it's, we'll post a picture of it. I'll write it down. It's, it's quite the sight actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to write it down. Well, this is what she did and and nothing nothing occurred while she was weaving the carpet. Suspicious. But unfortunately, after the carpet was done, 
problems resumed i got 99 problems but a carpet ain't one um you know what is one what balls of fire oh see see that's never a good thing no (laughs) no nobody wants balls of fire no absolutely not especially not in their home no so small balls of fire would just form out of nowhere out of nowhere okay i was gonna say out of where but just out of nowhere and would like erupt all over the house sometimes they would float around like through the air and then settle in various parts of the house and wherever it settled it would set that yeah start a fire it would set that spot on fire because Hmm. this house is made of wood and that's what happens when you mix fire and wood together and shit yeah i know who knew i know i didn't so um a man who lived up the road named William Flurry witnessed these fires one day. He recalled, I saw the house take fire upstairs in 10 different places at once. Oh, that's too many places to have so, a fire happen. So it's in not even home. just one ball of fire you have to chase around. There's like many you have of to them. to chase them. <laughs> well, yeah, that's our <laughs> like, bucket of water. The visual like <laughs> <laughs> And um no, it would happen in multiple places in the house at once. Hmm. One day, almost a dozen small fires began throughout the house, and the McDonald family was unable to contain all of the fires, and the house burnt to the ground. Honestly, at that rate, it's probably a good thing to just cut your losses with that house. Well, they didn't, but... Oh, shit. Well, this is is like, like I said, this is so similar to Dice Road, where that happened. All those disturbances went on for almost a year, and Mm -hmm. then the house burnt down, because they were experiencing small fires as well. Yeah. And then the house burnt down, and then they just left. They just, like, eventually sold the property and left. They didn't even come back and rebuild. But this is the 1830s. Mm -hmm. Times are different. Like, you build the place that you live. So... What happened is that, oh, also on top of this, the barn containing all of the family's grain also burnt down. No. Because it was close enough to the house that it that also it just caught, caught fire. Yeah. So there was a witness to this, um, one of the accounts that was collected. There was a man named Lachlan McDougald. McDougald? McDougald? McDougald. Let's just go with that. I'm not looking at it, so I'm just guessing. He recounts what he saw the day the house burned down. He said, I was going up the river in a boat that morning in company with James Johnson Sr. and William Fisher. When we were opposite McDonald's place, we perceived that John's house was on fire, but as we were some distance from it, we saw that it would be gone before we could reach it. The family were at breakfast yet and had not discovered the danger. Mr. Dan McDonald's house was nearer to us And as they saw the fire, they hailed us and asked us to assist them to carry out their furniture as they expected their own habitation would soon be in flames. We landed and helped them to carry out everything. In the meantime, John's house and barn were reduced to ashes together with all they contained, the family barely escaping with their lives. John came to us with his coat, saying that the clothes he had on were all they had saved. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So... Once the house burned down, yeah, the community pitched in and helped the McDonald family replenish some of what they had lost in the fire, like That's grain nice. and things like that. So that was nice. Um, they stayed at John's brother-in-law's house while they were attempting to rebuild their farmhouse. Because like I said, they didn't really have anywhere else to live. Like yeah. it's not like there's even like hotels and taverns Shelters and things like that, you know, like just like where you can stay, especially as a family. Yeah. So 
they were like, we don't have any other choice other than, other than to rebuild. But during that time, they stayed at John's brother-in-law's place. Soon after moving in, the disturbances began there too. And once they realized that the small spontaneous fires were starting to occur again. They were like, get the fuck out. They moved out. No, they. I don't know if they were kicked out or they moved out, but I think collectively they decided like so, better to not have your house burned down too. Yeah. So they moved out. They kind of just like moved around as best they could, but the disturbances were following them everywhere. Oh. So they ended up just pitching tents outside. Aw. But they could only do this for so long because they and they were during this time rebuilding their house and luckily they rebuilt it in time for winter because okay, they, yeah, w- they wouldn't have been able to pitch a tent in the no. middle of winter and, and like, survive outside. you wouldn't be able to yeah no so so once winter came and it was too cold for them to stay in the tent they moved back indoors there was um there was a 15 year old girl who lived at long point which is like another town okay it's about two like this was again before cars so it was about two days journey away and um she was the daughter of a doctor and was reported to have mystical powers such as second sight and the ability to read stones which i think is like connected to second sight like i don't think it's like Mm. um yeah, I know nothing I think about it's, that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's some. Like it's I, they different. implied that it's something like you can see, not like see the future, but you can see kind of like a clairvoyant. Okay, yeah. Like that's... you can see things that are happening in real time that you're not there for. Yeah. Or you can see the future or you can see the past or okay. whatever kind of thing. So I think it's all connected to second sight kind of means like you're a psychic in a way. But yeah. um, so John met a traveler who told him about this girl. He's like, there's a girl in Long Point. I heard about her. She has these powers. Like, maybe she could help you. Hmm. And as soon as they moved back into the house, John made it his mission to figure out Why? how they could stop this. Yeah. Because obviously they didn't want their house to burn down again. Well, yeah, that's just like at that point, it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, and this has been going on for years now. Yeah. Yeah. So they're probably fed up. I would assume. Well, I would be. I'd be like, oh, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, well, and you can't in the windows, like just constantly broken. Yeah. It's just a mess. It's a hazard all the time. John apparently tried to board them up, but then like the stones would just fly through the boards and like break those too. So yeah. it's sort of like, okay, so you're just. You can't win. No, especially in the winter. Gosh, I mean, that would no. be freezing. You'd be cold. Well, good thing you get those flaming fireballs. Yeah, it's true. Keep there, you very warm. You go. <laughs> just cuddle up next to one of those. <laughs> So John met this traveler. He told him about the girl. Uh, Long Point was 80 miles away. Okay. So this is about 130 kilometers. And um, accompanied by Reverend McDorman, who was the reverend who tried to help them earlier, they John and him made the two-day journey to Long Point. So they went to see Dr. J.F. Troyner to request a meeting with his daughter, Dina. Okay. She was reluctant at first. As she reported that using her powers caused her mental and physical exhaustion. But once she heard John's story, she felt compelled to at least try to help him and his family. Okay. So she went into her room to begin her process. I think I read somewhere that she was like reading stones in the room and that was part of it. But she just went into the room and she stayed in there for three hours. Hmm. Shaking herself up. <laughs> it's like you like, eye of the tiger. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like punching a punching bag and, and skipping around the room. Um 
she came out of the room after three hours ready to fucking rock and roll (laughs) no not even close (laughs) she was apparently like super looked like visibly shaken and exhausted like she i guess like she had reported like it takes a lot out of her i guess so i imagine reading stones would be pretty difficult whatever the hell she was doing for three hours was clearly exhausting (laughs) She asked John if he had ever seen a stray goose on his farm since the disturbances began. Hey, this is Canada. Of course there's a stray goose. <laughs> Apparently this was a black goose. Um, and he and he said, yeah, he, he said he had seen a goose and he had tried to shoot it, but he'd always missed. And she then said this, quote, of that you may be certain, no bullet of lead would ever harm a feather of the bird. That bird is the destroyer of your peace. Taking the shape of that bird is your enemy. End quote. Oh, I I don't understand. Okay, well, you will. Okay. John asked her what he should do about the goose. Um, if, if you're telling me that bullets won't harm it. She said, she responded, You shall mold a bullet of sterling silver and you shall fire at the bird. If you wound it, your enemy will be wounded in some corresponding part of the body. Hmm. so okay okay i get i get it now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you yeah okay so john went home and molded a bullet of silver okay as you do as one does <laughs> one does yeah the next time he saw the black goose on his farm he used a silver bullet to shoot it okay he didn't kill the goose but his bullet pierced the goose's wing okay and apparently it let out a human-like shriek and ran off is there any chance you have audio of what this human-like shriek sounded like? I wish. Can you come up with your own best possible? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Better not. Better no, not. Better not. Better not alert you, my neighbors. We have to leave some things to mystery. Okay. Yeah. You. I want. Hey, everyone at home, just you know, let, let, let it out. Like Whatever you think it sounded like. I'm picturing Ross and Brad. I know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah probably something like that though yeah i'd imagine the next day john went to the house across the way to find the old woman sitting in her chair on the porch with her arm in a sling (gasps) i fucking knew it (laughs) um she apparently cowered at his presence and muttered vague curses at him but after this after he shot the goose all paranormal disturbances ended immediately and nothing ever happened again. Okay. The old woman died of her wound. That's what you get, bitch, for and, haunting somebody for years. And it is said <laughs> that on her deathbed, she apparently asked to see John McDonald, but her children refused to, to call him over. Okay. So we'll never know what she was planning to say to him. Deathbed confession. <laughs> did i did it yeah no shit yeah obviously you are the the goose the gloose the gloose i'm leaving this is over (laughs) the gloose is on the loose the gloose is on the loose (laughs) with elliot moose do you ever watch that show yes elliot moose is on the loose elliot moose if there's anybody that hasn't seen elliot moose we have to have a serious stern talking to i hope there's a black gloose in there and Zaboomafu, I remember that show. Oh my gosh, yeah. Such a good show. So good. I actually just watched an episode of The Magic School Bus the other day. It's on uh, Netflix. Like It is? Yes, it is. <laughs> that was my reaction. Luke was like standing there. I was like, oh, 
<laughs> Magic School Bus is on Netflix. Okay. And he's like, oh, okay. And I like started watching it immediately. Oh my God, he wasn't excited. <laughs> it was like 10 in the morning. We had just woken up. That's and like he the was, best time to watch it. I know. It's like he's morning like, Why cartoons. Are you watching this? And I'm like, it's so he, educational. I want to learn. <laughs> Awesome. I want to learn. <laughs> yeah. So huh. back back to the story, I guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. I don't. What even a tangent. Know. What a yeah. The story of the McDonald family and the poltergeist activity that occurred in their home between 1829 and the early 1830s, mm-hmm. roughly two or three years, was corroborated by numerous eyewitnesses yeah. so after john passed, well, they had that flock of 50 people <laughs> well, like, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> after john passed away neil mcdonald who was john's youngest son interviewed 26 local villagers and this was 30 to 40 years after the occurrences had ended is when john passed away um and he and neil published the collection of statements in the wallaceburg news they were later put together and published as a book titled The Baldoon Mystery, an intriguing story of witchcraft near Wallaceburg, Ontario. Ooh. Yeah. Um, you should get that book. I know, but I, I've said this before. I looked it up. It's on Amazon for like $70. And I don't know why all these old ass books are so expensive. Yeah, but Because there's only like three copies left. Uh, <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> it's like you got to like share. It's like a timeshare book. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, people still uh came from all over to see the house well into the 1920s hmm. um so this i mean this legend lasted until like now um, i mean I we're mean, still talking about i it. just read an article about it in the sarnia journal that came out <sighs> last week so it's still very much a part of i think for wallaceburg ontario as well a part of their history hmm. um interesting and i guess they were saying that like they would do boat cruises and stuff from okay. like i said it was close to the yeah. u.s border so there was like boat cruises on like the like that lake and it was like part and of so it. they would because it was close to that you could see it from the boat cruises so they would like use it as like an a, an a, attraction like a landmark almost yeah and like huh. be like oh and this was the this is Baldoon the black goose and mystery and everything so yeah and there is a plaque as well in wallaceburg i saw a picture of it online and it has like a little plaque about and it says the Baldoon mystery and explains just in a couple of paragraphs what what happened so the Baldoon mystery became one of ontario's most famous ghost stories i've never heard of it until now i know i know and it's still being written about today like i said uh the article i read was uh, came out on april 11th in the sarnia journal and i and i in my googling and everything i saw um like the windsor star wrote about it hmm. there's obviously the wallaceburg news back Clear, in the day yeah. <laughs> but yeah there's there's a number of newspaper articles about it interesting people just are obviously fascinated by it we should go there i know let's I know. freaking do well, it well i wonder like i don't i'm sure the house isn't still there but i wonder if there's like anything like a monument of some type yeah like I, like if there's to... any i don't know I, or maybe I, it's just a plot of land i don't know <laughs> i don't know maybe um, we'll see the black goose oh imagine i'm gonna have to make the sound then whatever sound i think it is whatever sound just naturally erupts like that's that is it yeah okay and um we're doing it in the article i read in the sarnia journal historian christopher larson said that dismissing this story as fake is difficult because of the many eyewitness accounts newspaper articles and books written about it Hmm. well there you go there you have it it happened, guys. It happened. 
Anyone have any theories as to why? Something happened. Shape-shifting witch who turned herself into a goose by night? I don't know. See, I didn't go straight to shape-shifting, but now that you say that... That's kind of what um, some of the articles I was reading they were implying, is that like, oh, he went to this girl who told him that the woman across the street was a shape-shifter or something like that. But I just went with the direct quotes of what she said. Um, but yeah, the more that's metaphorical kind of the, ones. I mean, if you believe that someone, if you actually in this time, which lots of people did believe in witchcraft, if you believe that someone's a witch, it's not that far fetched to believe that they can turn themselves into a goose. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Um, I feel yeah. like a goose wouldn't be like a really like impressive animal to like turn yourself into, though. It wouldn't be my first choice, but, but it would be like subtle because it would be like, hey, I'm just. I'm just over here goosing around. I'm just being a goose. <laughs> just being a goose. Just being a goose. I mean, you, can, you can fly. Yeah. So that's pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, you're a goose. <laughs> <laughs> you're a goose. You're a goose. Oh, you like touched my toe and it like flinched when, when you said that. This scared me a little <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. I like that. Yeah. Well, crazy. I mean, I want to go there. I want to go see what's going we should, on. We should just take a trip to Wallaceburg. We're gonna. I wonder if they have any other attractions. I Yeah. I Anybody from Wallaceburg listening? Hit us let up. us know. Yeah. If we're going to make a day trip to Wallaceburg, let us know like other what things are we, we seeing? can do. Yeah. What are the eats like? <laughs> goose. <laughs> just go- <laughs> goose. You said it so seriously. like <laughs> Goose soup. <laughs> it's happening. Goose confit. I mean, that could be good. We don't well, duck confit is good, so it is good. You know, it is good. Oh, yeah, I love wow. a good bird. I I love a good paranormal one. They're fun. <laughs> Not for the people involved. I know it's one of those things where I'm like, gosh, that sounded Especially like terror for but some reason. Like talking about old timey cases too, you feel so disconnected from I feel it. Feel so disconnected because like you know they're not listening to this, and like I can I can be well, a silly goose, you know, like from beyond. Maybe. Okay, yeah, but like, come on. <laughs> you know you know what i'm trying to say i know yeah i know yeah well i'm glad you know it, I like i'm that. glad they figured it out in the end yeah they figured something out figured something out something i liked it we do more like that i like okay. that one okay I like okay it. it was fun it was fun yeah like guys let me know did you like it or was it i shit? didn't care if they liked it <laughs> i like it <laughs> when becky says goes you've heard it here first i'm sorry guys i know i'm really bossy I know. But you know what? Yeah, screw it. I, I am who I am. You know what you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, <laughs> this is what I want. <laughs> we want. We want you to sign up to be super cool and join our cult of extremely awesome people who love true crime at www.patreon.com. And we want you to chat and connect with us at by sending us an email to how to not get killed at gmail.com. Which that reminds me that all I said was www.patreon.com. I didn't say slash how to not get killed. (laughs) So that's what you do. And you can also DM us or comment on our posts on Instagram at how to not get killed. And we want you to follow us on Twitter. Do it. And check out our website and shop our merch at www.howtonotgetkilled.com. Do it already. That was (laughs) it. Say that right? No, I don't. You added a couple extra T's and K's in there. I'm not sure where exactly, but <laughs> just we're just loosey goosey today. <laughs> so thank you for listening and keep it goosey. Please. <laughs>